podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're all whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're all debugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers. Welcome to 2015, or as it's known in Old Man, a quarter past eight, everybody. <laughs> See? No, no, really. Are we meant to? I've started. No, 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 no. Don't even no, bother I laughed, with that. I laughed at the gall of it, to be perfectly honest. The sheer brass cause, neck. Because, frankly, last year it was nearly quarter past eight. Yeah, no, but that, yeah, In yeah. 2010, it was ten past eight. It's, it was. It's, it's a joke he's revisited on I've been occasions. building nicely to this moment. Yeah. He's oh. working on the basis that one year, he'll have an entirely new generation of people who haven't heard it. I'll get to nine o'clock. Okay. Well, that, but the inherent nature of it, that's what I mean. It's, it, time is my friend in this matter, yeah, is it indeed not? Indeed it is. In fact, some of his slowest listeners are even now going, oh, cool, past <laughs> oh, he's there now, yeah. <laughs> Gerard Epadieu. See, I've gone for both of my big ones immediately. Um, this is basically the top, uh, the headline of our topic of conversation here, and I had the ideal men to discuss this matter with. I'm delighted to say that Mr. Kevin Day has returned to our fold. Uh, my, my, my right hand, my left hand... Uh, my heart, my soul, uh, <laughs> my Maggie May, I've gone, gone <laughs> to pieces. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Mark. Um, Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. And, and thank you for saying that. Um, let's, last time, obviously, we spoke, uh, you were pretending that Neil Warnock was a good idea. You probably want to introduce your other guest as well, don't you? No, no, I just want to do this first. <laughs> just, I'm going to get this bit out of the way first. Everyone knows Stuart's here. <laughs> Stuart's here, everyone. Uh, yeah, but, uh, uh, last time we spoke... Last, last time anyone spoke to anyone from Crystal Palace, uh, it was uh, Neil Warnock. Was, were, you, were you holding this thought together? Was there a if group? I, 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 if I said it was a good appointment, I would have definitely been pretending. I can't remember when, when last I was on because family illness and stuff was what intervened. Have, now, what have you said out loud to people that you know and on trains and buses? Well, all I remember the last time I, I was on is with Chris Dolan, the, the Aston Villa supporting Northern Irish mod, and most of the conversation was about like getting... Like they rid- all are. Yeah, most of the conversation was about getting rid of Paul Lambert. Uh, I talked about the fact that Warnock was a mystifying appointment, um, that things had gone wrong behind the scenes, that... My understanding was that Pulis walked out on us, which I think has subsequently been proven to be true. So, it's all the, unfolded. The, the, the Mackay thing was dealt with very badly by Palace because we seemed to be the only people who didn't know what was going on and that Warnock was a very odd uh, choice, but that we had to give him a chance. To be fair to Warnock, there are one or two occasions, despite stuff that you hear from the club, and Palace are not a very good club at keeping stuff in-house. Perhaps that will change with our new sponsors and our new PR people, but... Palace is a kind of, we're not a small club by any means, but we're a local club and things get out. Despite rumours about Warnock and certain players, we there were one or two false dawns. We played very well uh, to beat Liverpool, I apologise. You did we, very we well. We did play. Um, Stuart Wright, everybody. We played very well uh, away at Tottenham without getting a result, but for the most part, we looked a shadow of the team. We, despite the fact we, it was the same players, we looked a shadow of it. In terms of organisation, in terms of spirit, in terms of trying to get a result when we were being outplayed. And Palace fans forget that a lot of the time under Pulis we were outplayed by other teams, but we still got a point or three points. It wasn't right under Warnock. It simply wasn't right. It's, and well, and we'll it's, do, turn, we'll it's turning out now that the, the rumours turn out to be true. 
And, there, and there's the thing. We'll talk about that in, in, in a moment. So I think Steve Parrish has said pretty much the same thing, which is interesting, because the bloke who hired him. Stuart Wright's here, everybody. I don't know if you know this. Hi, Stuart. Yeah. Well, I, t- I tried to stay in the background as long as Hi, I Hi, Stuart. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, now, we spoke, we, we've been on since New Orleans, where you went off to, 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 to take the horror film world by storm, haven't we? Yeah, I give it a go, yeah. You have come back, haven't you? But more importantly than that, um, you, you, you only, you bowl up here, obviously carried in on people's, on, on like, you know, on people's shoulders because you are uh, you've got a film nominated now for some form of horror film c- category yes best actor for a, a short film I did called Fallen at the Macabre Fair Film Festival in Long Island <laughs> wow, very excited he, lo- he, he loves his Draculas do you Stu you love them don't you there was a time. I've last, honed it down to something basic there. There was a time last night when Akin Fenway scored that equaliser when best horror film looked like it could have been going somewhere else. <laughs> Look, I mean, the last time last yeah. time I was on it, all I talked about was dampening down of expectations from the previous. Yes, year indeed. And, get, and living with it last yeah. last night was. As we sit here and speak, I was going to say, I was going to say, as we as we sit here and speak, we are off the, we're still off the back of what was, uh, I think, probably the best cup tie uh, of the third round of a third round that not has not necessarily got everyone particularly excited in the first place. But that was that was a good one in Kingston, wasn't it, Stu? It it had it had the drama. What was interesting as a kind of sidebar of it was the the crazy gang argument that was going on. About who who said what and who did what to what and who didn't like each other, yeah. which is kind of a surreal element to yeah, what yeah. should have been a fiesta for AFC Wimbledon. Yeah, Laurie Sanchez apparently hated uh, yeah John, John Fashion. Fashion who yeah, yeah. Fashion. that's a rolling army because because there was it, what was very, to be <coughs> fair a very very entertaining crazy game documentary the BT Sport yeah. run, but arguably with some giant holes in it yeah. that Justin Fashion kicked his way through. It's but that, that, that game last night, and it, without a doubt, this has been the worst third round for me in living. You hate no no you don't not, like not, it. Well, not not just in the way it's been spread out I mean, we're talking on Tuesday and there are still two sure. games to be played <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, 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 draw, and it started on Friday and it it's still dribbling Friday. away isn't the it the draw yeah. for the third round was made with four games still to be played fewer than half of the games of the third round were played on Saturday and not only that but there were no real shock surprises or decent games and the, the fact is what was interesting about the AFC Wimbledon game last night is that it should never have been an interesting game because you know Despite people, well, they're suggesting, never meant to be Kevin, are no, they? they? But they are, despite people suggesting that Dover Palace might be an upset, we put the game to bed within the first half. Liverpool, once they went one 0 up, you kind of stop paying attention because you aren't think, you well, describing but then, but the nature a, of but then, third round yeah, but FA but, Cup? But, though, aren't Liverpool yeah. were playing an old fourth division team, a decent old fourth division team, but still they went one 0 up. That game should have ended then, and instead, a twenty-five stone. Five foot two striker managed to trundle his way, <laughs> in. and they were talking before. And well, I, lo- I love the fact the way the way pundits and the BBC talk up these games. Well, Liverpool will never have played against somebody like Akin Fenway before. No, of course they won't because they don't play Sunday football. Yeah, and, and how how the panic that set into Liverpool's defence in the second twenty minutes of that first half made for great TV. But as a Liverpool fan, I'd be really upset. And the Liverpool this season, the one decent result we had against Liverpool. Everybody could see, everybody in the ground could see what was wrong with Liverpool's performance, could see that Sterling was exhausted, that Gerrard shouldn't be playing where he was, and that the back four was playing 15 yards too far. Well, but yeah, let's pursue, let's pursue yeah. that. Let's pursue this, because this is, this is I th- I th- because we've been away for a couple of weeks now, and, and obviously it's, it's basically headline names, and, and, and certainly one of the headline names that's cropped up is, is, is Stephen Gerrard, because it, it, it rumbled, Stu. This whole thing. Just, just before, just before we talk about Jared, though, I think the point—the point about what happened in the game last night against Wimbledon—and if you if you go back just the previous game against Leicester, where we were gifted a two-nil lead, and yet still panic set in when we 
decided to sit back when everybody stops concentrating because they think they've won. And that doesn't seem to be a lesson learned. Rogers has been there nearly three years now, and defending clearly isn't what he wants to do. Okay, well, so, that, but that's your that's your football team. But the beauty, but here we go. Your football club mm. is 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 much more in the focus at the moment. Um, and and I'll, I'll revert to the, the coverage that, that we're talking about here. Of obviously the game there, and Alan Shearer, his his head has not been turned by the lure of the MLS. Alan Shearer said with with more irony than I think he's ever managed in his entire. Born existence. Uh, if they wanted bad enough, they'd have kept him. So Shearer went for it last night on, on, on match of the day as we're sitting here. He, but, but let's deal with the bigger point. Gerard is going. Yeah. Is he going in the way that he should be going? Well, how, I don't. I don't get this point of how he should or shouldn't go. I mean, the, well, point, no, the point. The point. Well, the, the point. There is a point. No, 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 no. Because because what does he go out on everybody's shoulders and it's it's a fiesta and he's leaving us or are we meant to keep him until he just decomposes? No, no what I mean is a well-manufactured PR way of oh, getting out. This is that's Liverpool, what this I'm talking about. This Liverpool Football Club. The last five to ten years, they haven't managed one decent <laughs> PR. Thing. Even you know, apart from the Champions League final, you know that's about that's about as good as it gets. Did they screw him, Kevin? It, 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 is this the bottom line here? It, it, to an outsider. It seems like it, it, the only comparison is, is Lampard, right. and it's, I don't think it's a, a, a very a, contemporary comparison. I, I, bizarrely I, I, enough, I don't think yeah. It's a proper, to an outsider, I think that Gerard would like to have stayed at Liverpool and remained as the ultimate one club player. Yeah. To, to me, it looks like he's saying, "Look what they've made me do." It, it seems, and it's been such a subject of discussion. And again, we've had this discussion before that sometimes the rest of the country doesn't share the Scousers' passion for stories like this. But it's, it's, it's rumbling on, and it's, even last night, five days after it was announced, it was the only story in town. Yeah. And everybody's got a, a, a word about it. And it doesn't strike me as a player being allowed to make a dignified exit. It strikes me as a player that w- did want to stay at Liverpool. And it strikes me as him publicly saying, I'm kind of doing this reluctant. The timing is really interesting, the fact that he's announced it. Now, and I think it's really interesting that, that Roger says, well, he can only be replaced with big players. It's like, well, you're Liverpool Football Club. You should have been bringing in big players. Well, look, the, I, mean, last, I think, I think all of years, these elements no, 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 are, are, are crucial to it, I don't, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any Liverpool fan that would, that would argue that he's been an amazing player for the club. And to see him go is not a good thing. But the point, the point seems to be... Well, no, the, it seems like it's not a good the, thing, the, the, the great, or to the, the way the, he's the, gone the, is no, a good thing. I want to listen to the Liverpool fan. But the grey the gray area seems to be what does Gerrard want and what does Liverpool want. Mm. And that's the bit we don't know. We can speculate to Blue in the face that he didn't, didn't want to stay. But if they put on the off, an offer on the table, which is based on the fact that he ain't going to play every game over the next two years, and he wants to play more football, and he wants more money... Well, he spun, he's, that, he's he's spun still, that well then, he, hasn't he? He may, he may have done, he may have done, but... But the fact is, I mean, the, the ongoing, the next part of the, the story is that we'll loan him back for the winter before he goes to America anyway. So, he, he no, him. not a, a Lampard no. moment. Yeah, okay, that was but kind of the extent. I, I also think it's, in, it's interesting. I don't think the MLS is... <laughs> are, it, the Lampard, it seems, didn't take much persuading to stay at City. We've seen Defoe go to Canada, Robbie Keane go to the MLS and not particularly enjoy themselves. They haven't gone out there and sort of had a last hurrah. It seems to me that Stevie Gerrard might might play, might not play out there. I don't think he's going to enjoy himself. And I, I, I think it's a really interesting point that Stuart makes. What does Stephen Gerrard want? I think outsiders, outside of Liverpool, would hope that Stephen Gerrard stayed on as long as possible, became a coach, did what, but stayed at Liverpool Football Club. It's kind of almost go back to the old bootroom tradition, which is 
disappeared because he is the ultimate one club player. That's so rare in football. Well, Giggs is the one yeah. who's become but, 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 a template but, but, to get it right. Yeah, it? but Giggs started doing his badges. Has, has yeah, Gerard yeah, done yeah, any of his badges? No. Has Carragher? Neither yeah, of them have. Yeah, yeah. So, so in a way, Giggs, Giggs made his ambition clear. When, when he started training to be a coach. So Whereas, it's a two-way street, this, converse, this well, argument. You don't, you don't want him to go, but I think, I think the, way, the way, I guess the way agents work with their, with their clients is they're not going to make the negotiation easier for the club, are they, if, if it doesn't go their way. So uh, the bottom line is, is, the, is the right thing happening, is that, it, that he leaves, uh, regardless of the way that it's happening, is he done as a useful asset at Liverpool? And Brendan Rodgers, in a way that Mourinho decided, I think, with Lampard, clearly decided with Lampard, enough was enough. Pa- pa- is it, is pa- it pa- useful pa- to the patently club? Patently not. Patently not. I mean, really? I think it was. Um, I think it, I think it was Matt Holland on Talksport was talking about playing against the pair of them, like playing against Lampard and playing against Gerrard. And he said the main difference was that Gerrard used to run up and down the pitch with you. He said Lampard was about 20 goals a season, so if it meant going back, he wasn't always going to do it. Whereas Gerard, he said, when he played against couldn't him... Stop he, he couldn't, he <laughs> couldn't stop the boy running. He couldn't stop the boy. He couldn't stop running. He'd go with you. And then you'd have, to, you'd have to keep following him to stop him scoring. So, the, 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 you know, and Gerard's got... I mean, you saw last night against Wimbledon, he clearly was the Stephen Gerrard show, as, as has been quite Absolutely a lot of time. Right. But if you, there's, there's a great article written on one of, the, one of the Liverpool websites where he talks about the three generations of Gerrard that we've had. That first five to six years, he scored... 11 goals most in one season. He was often four and five. Was a different kind of midfield player then? No, 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 no. But the thing is, he was that enthusiastic, like, lunatic, really. Uh, You know, he was punching the air, clearing balls off the line in the derby and stuff. It was really, football meant something to him. And then you get that kind of mid-period under under Benitez where he discovered the guy can finish. And it didn't matter where, what what position you called it where he played. He was just brilliant because he could influence the game. And then, then obviously, this, this, this third bit under... Under um, under Rogers has been well, he has been the influence, and you only have to hear the echoes come out of the out of the, out of the, the clubhouse. Is that he is an influence? We don't see him barking at people and bearing his soul on the pitch, but clearly he's an influence as a thirty-four-year-old man in a dressing room surrounded by people that aren't in their thirties. I mean, that's what you get. And well, I, I think that's a really good point. <coughs> I, I can only judge the last two times I saw Stephen Gerrard was the end of last season against Palace and the start of this season against yeah. Palace, and he he looked a broken man at the end of last season. You saw that in the World Cup. I mean, the, the, the giveaway. The was, slip. The yeah, slip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could see. It all ended up, didn't it? But also, he seemed, against Palace at the end of last season, him and Suarez seemed to take the burden on themselves. They seemed to be, it seemed to be a sort of personal... Oh, I don't, uh, don't disagree uh, with you. Yeah, and, but, but this season, watching him play as almost as kind of quarterback in, just yeah. in front of the back four, and it just wasn't working. And part of the reason it wasn't working, it wasn't his fault. It's just that he's surrounded by players that aren't as good as players he's been playing with for the past five or six years. I mean, you take Suarez and Sturridge... Well, the MLS Suarez. aren't going to cure that problem, Well, it's though, not, Kevin. but you look at the way they're defending, you look at, I mean, Glenn Johnson, who's a player that three years ago, I thought, along with Ashley Cole, was the only world-class player yes. in English football. He's, he's got, he's got he's the pitch, isn't he? Yeah. There's no one else to help him out. There's no passion, there's no commitment there. You could almost see him shrugging his shoulders and, and, and kind of wondering what he was doing there. So perhaps in a weird way, it resolves itself I, what, then? I don't know, but what I find interesting, and I, I don't mean this as a, an insult in any way at all, but it's a very... For a club like Liverpool, this is a very unsentimental way. Well, that's that's supposed the point. But, it's I, but it's sadly, I think it's a reflection of modern football rather than I think Liverpool, Liverpool are owned by a Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was their, company, this was their yeah. chance, but, 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 like Man United it, with gigs, to can, actually have a beautiful PR moment, which yeah. they've blown, haven't they? Well, I, 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 
you say blown, but like I say, Giggs was known to be doing his training. Yeah. He wanted to be a coach. Joe hasn't even begun that. He just yeah. He wants- I've got to say, most people don't know who the hell has got coaching badges no, 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 or care. No, 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 no they don't care. That's the relevance in its own. But, 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 but I think itself. It, but, but there was there was lots of PR about Giggs tra- wanting to be a coach long before it was announced he was stopping playing. Okay, so Stephen, that's Gerard, what I mean. So Gerard, Gerard, all, all from Gerard, he's only recently retired from England. So they talked talk to Gerard a year ago and said, "Like, start doing your badges, son. This could this could be the future." Well, it, well I don't think he's ever particularly wanted to do that. I that think, may I be, think, may, be I th- yeah, I think, may I th- not be the point. I think, yeah. what's in, I think the timing of this announcement is really interesting. I I genuinely think it seems like somebody who's disappointed at having to leave Liverpool, who thought. That it wasn't going to end like it's this. It's not a particularly good season, is it? I mean, if it was last season, this wouldn't have come out. No, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> That's interesting. Absolutely. You know, it's but, not. The time, but timing it now is really odd by saying, well, I want to get it over and done with because it'd be unsettling. But it couldn't be more unsettling, really, for Liverpool off... Off the pitch, and the fact is, he's, doing, saw, he's going to do his farewell tour. This is, you don't hear this in the Premier League anymore. No, that's going to be the annoying. I, t- I tweeted you last night. I mean, the annoying thing that's going to happen now is every time he plays well, it's going to be a, oh, how well are we going to cope without him? Yeah. And every time he plays bad, I go, what well, do we right to let him go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is like there, in pick way, your so poison. Yeah. yeah, there is, there is the other, there's the half class, the half class full view of it, which is yeah. that there are a lot of players in that squad that won't take responsibility while Jarrod's on the pitch. Yeah. and if you take him out of the equation. Then they can just quickly on that point. Jordan Henderson was the name that cropped up. Is Jordan Henderson the the, the future? No, but to be fair, I don't think anybody thought Stephen Gerrard was the future. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think what's interesting is I hope that this might mean that Stephen Gerrard gets the respect and affection. I don't know what it is for some reason with the English public. No matter how well he's done for England or Liverpool, Stephen Gerrard's one of those players that fans of other clubs have found it hard to. To love to take to in a sense it's, it's not it's almost kind of he's almost too nice he hasn't got a flaw do you know what I mean whereas Lampard interesting Lampard mm. went to Man City and suddenly people started to like him a he's bit become more. charming in a weird yeah, way isn't he yeah that's because he's not but, at Chelsea well yeah but, <laughs> that also helps. Say, but, but I don't think I don't think Gerrard's ever been fully I think possibly after 5-1 away at Germany maybe but I don't think he's ever been loved by the English public in a way that I think Beckham came to be. I think what Gerard does his work for England, especially quite for Liverpool. You can see the impact he's had on important nights. You can see him yeah. like Roy Keane. You can see him physically lifting. Gerard's Gerard's a failure not, outside of football in the sense where you know working that same haircut for twenty five years is not going to get you the poster boy. He's got better accolades. Look he's got older. Yeah. I'll argue that. Yeah. Oh, is, is, you look at him now. He's, he's a good. He it's a, like Russell Crowe in it in that sense, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know why I picked also, him out I here. Think, I, think, <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Uh, you know, it was supposed to be the golden generation. There. I think England should have done more with Gerard and Lampard together. But I think you have to acknowledge what an astonishing footballer Stephen Gerrard. No, is. I, yeah, here's the point. And I hope that doesn't. I, agree. I hope that doesn't sort of get swept on. I hope the debate about the nature of his leaving doesn't yeah. sully the fact. I don't think. Is, I don't yeah. think. I think it can do for Liverpool fans. Yeah. If you look, you have to. You know, you've got the Champions League. You've got the yeah. the 2006. And, and, and I, I don't think you can season. on broader strokes as well. And also, but the, where he where he's not Beckham on Lampard is that he he wasn't quite as sexy. In, 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 that, in that broader sense. Uh, we must move on, though, because... And, and, Stu, you can start on this one here, because, of course, um, the other big story is Pardew. And mm. um, what was probably a sh- pretty shocking exit out of Newcastle, given the fact he looked like he kind of somewhat steadied the ship there. OK, the results weren't that great. But by Jingo, he couldn't get out of that place quick enough, could he? No. And um, I don't... 
I don't quite understand how Mike Ashley functions as a business. For it to be publicly known that he's a ball ache to work for, <laughs> and, his, and, his, and his logic about running a football club seems to be counterintuitive to... I mean, because there's quite a few... You know, the tens of thousands do go to St. James's Park, as I understand it. So there's a potential and a wealth of support there that wants success. Well, the, the, uh, uh, yet, of course, the last two months, the, the, those new, the, 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 what they've all had, those pieces of card, which on one side says Pardew in and the other side says Pardew out, and you flip them around, they call it like fours and sixes, the cricket. I mean, you can't so be they've, surprised, they've had that can you, for really? ages. You can't be What was interesting listening to what Kevin said there before about Crystal Palace is that he's, <laughs> he's walking from one to another. It's not like... He's not, I mean, as much as it might be part of his... It, his, his own, but going back to his own, as it were, it, it, it's still... Tell well, us about think, that, Kevin, because here's the thing. Does, does he get to somewhat reboot because he's, there's, there's an element of him going back to his roots, or is, he, is, it, is it the same fella that has, that has waltzed his way through the football career? This is a really interesting story. The, the day uh, Warnock was sacked, I was in hospital with my mum, and it was the first bit of cheery news I'd had for quite some time. <laughs> Uh, but that evening at home with a couple of mates, Pardew was the one person we thought was completely off the radar, simply because Steve Parrish has made it plain since he took over that he would never approach another club for their manager. Always made that plain, and which Palace fans always thought was a naive approach Quiet. because that meant we were left with the managers that had been sacked for whatever reason. This time, Unemployed managers, This yes. time, and I'm not sure what the background of it was, but Pardew and Parrish are really good mates. They're very close personally and have been for quite some time. I don't think there's any doubt that there's been no tapping up. But some, somewhere in the past, Parrish has obviously said to Pardew on a night out, if push comes to shove, would you be interested in coming in? Then we thought that uh, Newcastle would demand a lot of money for him to be brought out. But I think it turns out to be... I think Newcastle thought their ship... They thought, this is a manager we're not really happy with. Mm. This is not just the fans, but the, the management. <coughs> okay. And now we've been presented with a golden opportunity to offload him. So a classic best both clubs moment. Yeah, yeah. In a kind of, we're offloading him in a dignified way and we'll get some money out of it. Yeah. Fans will be happy. We're happy. He can walk away with his head held high because Newcastle are doing quite well. He can forget about the coffins being carried through the streets of Newcastle with his name on it. But the other side to that is I've, I'm, re- I'm really, really happy... I, and most Palace, well, all Palace fans are. So I think we've got an established Premier League manner, and that's what we needed. Sure. And I think it's great that we've stopped being naive and we've actually gone to another club and gone sod that for a game of soldiers. If we want a good manager, we're going to have to pay for him. But the thing is, Pardew, the tabloids don't seem to understand. He's never a Palace legend. The Super Al song was ironic. It's simple <laughs> as that. He, he scored. Oh, the, you no. I, I, it, the connections are enough, no, but, when he comes, but you when don't Pardew, hold him in great not a, esteem no, there. No, as when, such. when Pardew comes back. Managing other clubs, it's not. Let's get there early to welcome Alan Pardew. Simple as <laughs> because he played a hundred games for. But he was one of those players that was criticised all the time because. Oh really? Steve Coppel's constant mantra in press conferences was: "Stop having to go at Pardew. He's a sort of player that every club needs. It, it basically is like Jednak now a little bit. He wins the ball. He gives it to somebody who can play football. So even though he scored the goal in the in the semi final, he was never loved or worshipped. But. Who knows, Joe? But history's being rewritten slightly now because he has, he is from that neck of the woods. His family have always lived down there. Yeah, so it's enough. He's coming back, he's coming to us as, and this is an indication of the status of my club, but he's coming to us as a big name manager. But more importantly, he's coming to us as a manager who's going to stay. Whether we, whether we go down or stay up, he will stay, and that's what we need. And he's been clever enough. He bought, we, you know, admit, you know, Dover, we beat Dover 4 0. 
right? And as a Palace fan, you go, well, Dover were unbeaten in 15 games in the conference. They scored a lot of goals. But of course, you, at the back of your head, you go, it's... But he brought in five players who under Warnock were nowhere near the squad. It was the, the rumours about Warnock would... He's got Murray that. back as well, isn't yeah, he, and, we, and all that. We, yeah, we, yeah. We, we all know. We know from Sean Derry. We know from journalists. We know the way that Warnock works. He goes into any club. He has five or six players that are his, his core that he will do anything for that start every game. He has a couple of fringe players. The rest he ignores. So people like Jerome Thomas, Barry Bannon, Stuart O'Keefe, Glenn Murray, Hennessy, already are happier players because Pardew just went, I'll tell you what, we'll give you a game, and they played well. All right? uh, Joel Ward, who for a season has been playing out of position at left-back and has said, I want to leave this club because I'm playing out of position at left-back because a year ago he was tipped to play for England. Uh, but Hodgson said, I'm not even going to come and watch him because he's not playing in his right position. He plays at right-back against Dover, looks a completely different player. Pardew okay. came, but he said, well, Pardew after says, says the things about... Says the right things. Pulis was a brilliant manager. We'll always hold him in our heart. But Pulis did a professional job. He had no affection for the club. He never talked about we. He never talked about this. He had beef with Parrish right. all the way through. Pardew's come in, and because of his relationship with Parrish, and they are good mates, it's quite clear that Parrish has finally said, right, you're running the club. You're running the club for four years. We're not going to sack you. And that, that, from what I can gather, that was the slight delay was... Just getting that sort of, and Pardew's coming to a club where he knows that's that ten million pound deal, isn't it? With the, with yeah, the conversation the, the, and the wages. The thing with Pardew said that he's going to talk about it in his, his press conference before the Tottenham game. His reasons for leaving, but the thing is, he's got to be Ashley's PR man. He can't say anything about Ashley. No, the the, the nature of the Newcastle people is you can't say anything remotely critical about Newcastle or their fans. And it, and he's coming to a club. We're not as big a club as Newcastle in terms of infrastructure or money but our fans are every bit as passionate right as here's the point though, shit. It's, a, it's, a, it's a perfect fit for both he's a bit of a bastard right but okay players, but every club every time Pardew leaves a club everybody will tell you the same thing the people who work at the club are glad to see the back of him the players are really upset yeah and that's and, what we, we and, need somebody I'm just, I'm just, it, this is kind of yeah. like it's, it's the way that the media narrative is about, you know, the, the boy returning to his yeah. club. And in fact, you're, you're happier than a, a, an established Premier that's, League manager. That's why we're he's, happy. Yeah, he's, that's exactly he's, weird. He's yeah. the palace means nothing, which yeah. is a bit like, yeah. I mean... We'll, we'll buy into the legend, absolutely. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of like yeah. what just talked before about the Gerard thing, like saying, yeah. are you not upset about the way he was treated as yeah. as, as it? But actually, your memories of Gerard is what he's done for Liverpool. So how, how he leaved yeah. Uh, like, yeah. doesn't matter again, because you can't take away that 16 years just by... No, but, you, but now the thing about Pardew, of course, though, Hugh, is, mm. is that he, he he brings so much baggage. I mean, what, what he's, he, well, no, well, he brings <laughs> he brings rumours. He doesn't bring baggage. No, he does. He, well, okay, he stays he stays at clubs. Pardew, he does do well. No, yeah. it's true. I mean, yeah. the, the, what's interesting though, know, immediately um, it, it came out that you know at the woodwork, he straight after that Dover game there was 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 great fun to be had at his expense. Uh, via uh, the Dover chairman, um, because he, kept referring to, he, he, he referred to complete arrogance about him. This is all about something about the walk between the tunnel and 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 the and and the coach to get mm. into, to get to the dressing rooms, and they're bitching on about him. They say he's very rude to the staff. Now the thing about Pardew, of course, is that this, he's carried this baggage around for ages, to a great extent. Given the fact that Palace don't consider him a particularly charming local hero in the first place. Mm. Is he finally kind of got an opportunity to actually just find a place to call home and, and, and just get down and get his, get his work done? I've no idea. To well, Trevor, can I, I point, Trevor, sure Trevor Francis was one of the most polite, charming people I've ever met. Shit manager. <laughs> Basically, I don't care. Well, I don't, there, I'm there, not, there's, a con- <laughs> there's a contrast immediately. Well, I'm, not, I'm not that fussed about his manners, to be perfect. No, true. As a reflection of the club, 
And I used to hate the fact that so many people, uh, other clubs, tell me that Simon Jordan was rude and arrogant. As, as a, I, I want my club to be reflected well. I want people to say, well, and I think for the most part, we're a club that are perceived as a decent uh, community club. If the manager's a bit of a shit, fine. But as long as we win. But the fact is, as, as I said, and I said that five minutes ago, every, every club that he leaves, the, the people working for the club are going to see the back of him. Right. But not the players. Results, he's, he's results, kept, results. He's kept Keith yeah. Millen. Which is great. Which is everybody, clever move. Which I is thought. what everybody wants. Very smart. He's a move. really good coach, and who is the arm round his shoulders person. But Pardew will improve the infrastructure of our club at every level, and not only that, he will stay. He's got. He's been offered decent because it turns out the money he was on at Newcastle, despite all those wild rumours in the past, wasn't that good. That most of his money at Newcastle was made up of bonuses, so his actual basic salary at Palace is better, and he will stay. That's the important well, thing. And he's got. He, he will get. A lot more slack than he got on Newcastle Good luck. because he is one of ours. Well, okay. and, he is, and, he, and he's a, but, um, but sort answer, of one of yours, answer, Kevin, as you pointed yeah, out. Answer Stuart's <laughs> question. I'm, I'm more. You know, Peter Taylor was one of ours. Yeah, I mean, Steve Kemble was one of ours. Yeah, they turned out disastrously. They oh. were properly one of ours. I'm more excited about the fact that he's a genuinely experienced Premier League manager he's, that we've, he, that we've he brings in. that to the, the fact the, the that party. he's got a record. Of Palace I, I, I mean, yeah. in a way, any news that isn't what's happening on the football field can always be irrelevant in the end because when you go watching your team you're not thinking well, what did he say at the press tour yeah. you're judging it on the and it will do sorry no, 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 we, we that's enough proper, on Palace no, no, now no, no. one more thing one more thing on Palace it was a properly grown, the fact that we passed Dover off the pitch properly grown up Premier League thing to do the fact that Pardew said we might go down but we're going to play football we'll see what happens because what we've had and I think that's one of the reasons why Pulis left because Pulis knew that fans wouldn't put up with another season of that sort of football well that's Hopefully. And if you can find anything more important about football to talk about. I have no, nothing. <laughs> nothing, Kevin. So we'll just pass, we'll, what we'll do is we'll just, uh, pass the shot. with Chad Evans. Uh, oh. Who, um, now, this is, I tell you what's beginning to annoy me. Um, beginning? Yeah, beginning to annoy me, unfortunately, in the last five minutes, but it is. Uh, as we sit here and speak, Oldham and the PFA are, are, are preparing a joint statement for yet another aborted attempt to mm. get Chad Evans back into football. Now, I've been trying to formulate the words for this here, and and and, and the word I, I'm trying to avoid is feelings, or the phrase I'm trying to avoid is feeling sorry for, or the closer one, empathy for, to try and make myself something audition for it. This is a sorry, sorry mess, and this geezer has been found guilty, but apparently he's available to play football. He's being thrown into this circus. Oh, well, time and well, time well, again. I, I think. Um, I think. Not, no, is this part of his punishment not, not, still? No, 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 no. Not, ex- not accept, publicly, not really accepting that you've been convicted and and That's, organizing your appeal. I, I yeah. am. I'm, we I'm talked not, about this when we were last. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not discluding that from the point I'm making. What I'm making is is that we keep arriving at this same point with yet another football club and the same stupid, sorry situation seems to emerge where local MPs and... and, and, Well, as David David Conn said in two brilliant articles yesterday in (coughs) the Guardian, you used the word empathy. If he and his family and the people who run his website had at any time used the word empathy Um, about... I I agree. The the fact is, I understand what what you're saying because Oldham... Like other clubs have got to a situation where they go, well, we'll have to look at this rather than say we're not going to touch him. The, the, the fact is that... Oldham the, the, announced his arrival and then yeah. withdrew the announcement of his arrival the, 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 in about the first nanosecond. But, uh, yeah, and not because they were uh, appalled by the reaction to their fa- of their fans, 
but because it surprised was kind of, by it, yeah, <laughs> but, but it was a kind of um, you know what the, the the phrase they use about new chairman coming in. Uh, what's the uh, fit and proper purpose? Oh yeah, thing, yeah, right, yeah. Which he wouldn't be allowed to be a due diligence in any case. Which is why he could go to Malta, which was another story. Exactly, yeah, because he has to report to the police every. The fact that there's there is a part of me, and people listen to this know that I'm an old-fashioned Guardian reading liberal. And there is a part of me who understands the argument that he's done his time, although he hasn't. He's out on licence. Yes. And there is a part of me that thinks people have to be rehabilitated. But you have to be part of the rehabilitation process. That website is abhorrent. That website that his family have, which has revealed the girl's identity, is mm. just... And, and is asking, is offering money for people to come forward and give information about the girl and whether she's been drunk in the past or done things like that. So the past. If Ched Evans had come out of prison and said what happened in that room that night was awful, it was degrading, it was humiliating, two grown men left a woman on her own in that bed, naked, asleep, with no, no means of knowing where she was or how to get home, it was a, they haven't done that. Ched Evans simply hasn't done that. Ched Evans has come out saying, I didn't do this, she was just about sober enough to, if he'd come out and said, I will do everything I can to help charity, to help people be aware of this, he's done nothing about that. He has to realise football is different. Footballers, footballers gain an awful lot from their status. It's not just money. Sure. Footballers, and, and let's not, let, I'm not going to say he's done it. Let's not kid ourselves that every weekend, up and down the country, there are footballers of foot, who play for clubs at whatever level who will use that local status to attract women various levels and of course sometimes that will track gold diggers etc et sure but what happened in that room was abhorrent degrading humiliating football clubs are part of a community any football club at any level will have 10 15 percent of the people working at the club will be female or supporting that club will be female for him to have no and, and, and he'll use the excuse it's being reviewed etc etc but him to have no sense of that him to have no sense that it's not a normal situation. It's not going back into a job after you paid your granted COVID. He can't play for a football club. In it, his, but, his, uh, well, okay, there's, there's Kevin's work. Now here's the point. And yet, but and yet, it keeps becoming an issue because no one's made it not an issue. He's still available. PFA and, and, hasn't uh, made it not an issue. That's no, the, no, but, no, but, yeah. P, P, no, PFA. In, in fact, are backing it to a great extent. Here's the weird thing for me on this one here, Stu, and this is going to have to be the part of shot. Unfortunately, is that um. Is that his name keeps cropping up, and and someone on his benefit or football's benefit, on someone's benefit, should just make this go away in the sense where he should not be available to be an issue. Why aren't we at that point? Who 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 owns this moment? Well, I, well you can only presume it's him because I mean, it's he keeps going back for more. He keep, it's almost like he keeps thinking that well, I'm, I'm assuming here. I don't know. If I go back to the next one, then this will be low enough that nobody will notice. But obviously, like like Kevin Allen, a football club is bigger than its eleven players, and mm. so if people identify with their team, Class, classic Allen, by the way, Oldham four thousand. Great quote or great stat that was, was delivered as well. This Oldham Gate four thousand average, twenty eight thousand people on the position that says he shouldn't go there. So they, they, so immediately yeah, there you've got yeah, that problem. He's, he's not the victim. Hmm. He's portraying himself as the victim. The website is portraying himself as the victim. No, granted. The real victim is being humiliated and hounded out of her own home. She couldn't go to Christmas dinner at her own family's home. That's totally wrong. And and you can argue, you can say, well, what about the Lee Hugheses of this world who committed manslaughter? 
and there are. But know, he he made it clear he lives with a nightmare. He didn't. He yeah, wasn't saying I'm going to go out and do it ab- again. Absolutely, and that's, that's no. He, Lee, Lee used uh, there was contrition there, and it there was, was uh, that's the thing. There's and of course he would. Chedovis will say, well, I can't show contrition because I'm. I'm denying that I did it because of the Well, no, but, and but, it is a stupid but, thing. It's, well, this is, it's an appeal which could take 36 weeks as we're sitting here to come to terms with. But, it's whether they're going to argue well, the do, case I, anyway. I was going to say, do the appeal. Don't, go, don't start applying to... Cl- well, here you go. Stop, stop the, playing the, football. Yeah, yeah. Stop playing but football until stop the appeal. Stop trying to play and, football. And let's be fair. Football is a, football's got a lot of catching up to do in terms of its, its relationship to women, without a doubt. Football's a macho world. It's an aggressive world. And it's only now that women are starting to get work, not just around in administration, but on the pitch in terms of physios. And let's be fair, if he'd committed a racially aggravated assault, no club would go anywhere near him. Quite. Simple as that. No club would go anywhere near him. And what I can't understand is why the same rule doesn't apply. And quite rightly so, if he committed a racially aggravated assault, no club would go near him, I hope. And this surely has got to be the same. And I, any, any club, and I would, I would, if Palace were to go for it, I would send my season ticket, but I simply wouldn't go there. No. Nah. Because we're a club that under our new ownership in the last four years has tried to root itself in the community. And in our community are all sorts but the, of... But this is, the big, this, is the big, this is the big thing, and, and this has to be the last night on it, this is the big thing about this, is that everyone said, like, you know, he's paid his time, he should be out on his living. But not necessarily given the fact that about the 40,000 people that's going to affect at any particular football club that he may turn up at, which is the big issue about that. Gentlemen! What well, a chirpy way to finish to start 2015. Yeah. And to you too. There you go. That was a whistleblower's. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.